This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belle Bid DeVoe. This is Trudy Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This, this is Invo. This is India Ari. Oh, much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. Jennifer Lewis is our guest. She's got tips on finding joy in the new year. And it starts with being honest. Cafe Mocha begins now. On the line, ah, she is the woman who taught us and teaches us by example how to walk our way through Hollywood with our head up. Ms. Jennifer Lewis, the actress, the singer, the dynamic woman from Blackish. How are you, Ms. Jennifer Lewis? Girl, I'm doing so, so good. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. You got a and- new book. Yes, Walking in My Joy is my new book. Came out in August, and it's doing very well. Uh, it's my second book. Of course, the first book was The Mother of Black Hollywood and um, my journey through mental illness and, mm-hmm. you know, molestation. You know, I bring the real subject to my book, the subject matters that most people won't touch. Um, so, yes, it's funny, but it is also bold it is informative right talk about being bold miss lewis tell us where you're from what made you so bold yes i'm originally from st louis missouri a small town on the outskirts uh actually um it's called kenlock missouri and it sits on the border of ferguson missouri i'm sure Mm. you all know the name of that city Mm. and even as a little girl I was warned never to go to Ferguson alone, but Ferguson had a movie theater and Kenlock did not. So I would sneak over there every Saturday and get 25 cents worth of popcorn, sit up in the balcony and imagine myself on the silver screen. And Mm. now 68 movies later. So I'm saying to all of y'all, don't let that racism keep you down. I would sit there and imagine myself in the movie. Not knowing if somebody was going to come up there and, you know, hurt me because I was black, because of the color of my skin. I didn't care. I had a dream. Wow, that is so, I mean, that's so powerful. I mean, they always say, if you think it, if you see it, if you could imagine it. But how do you hold it there? Because I think everybody can imagine it for a second for two hours in the movie. But what about when you leave that movie theater and then you have to carry it? in your being, in your spirit to, to get it to happen. I didn't know how not to. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you see, I was fearless, completely fearless because now you can say it was because of the bipolar disorder that was not diagnosed when I was that young, but it was the mania. The mania of the bipolar disorder worked for me and it worked against me. Uh, it worked mostly against me as I grew older because the bull that comes with mania, people don't put up with anymore. When I was a little girl, it was cute. You know, mm-hmm. here comes crazy Jenny. And I loved having a little something before my name. And yeah, I was crazy. <laughs> That's why when I went on the Oprah Winfrey show and talked about bipolar disorder, everybody was like, Jennifer Lewis came out. I said, came out of what? I've been crazy all my life. I just got it under control because if you don't treat mental illness, it becomes dangerous. 
not only to yourself, but to people around you. Yeah. I've been in entertainment since I was 17, a hip hop artist, thanks to mm-hmm. Ice Cube, Sylvia Rohn. We, we oh, really I know didn't you, have, <laughs> we really didn't have women, black women. Like when I got in the industry, my mother's from, my, my grandmother's from Mississippi. My mother's from LA. I really didn't see women who look like me, act like me. And even though you said you had the, you know, the bipolar disorder, um, but to see a woman speak out and to be so like me, it made me feel when I watch you, even to this day, I feel like mm-hmm. I know that woman. I feel like well, I, I have a relationship with her. Mm-hmm. You know, how important is that for you when you see women, you know, because this industry wasn't built for us. I don't feel like it was. I've never felt like Let me tell you, let me tell you what greatness is. Greatness is telling the truth. And there are no shortcuts to it. That's why that oath is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. They had to say it that way because people can can mix it up. Darling, there must be no stone unturned. Yes. You have to go deep. You can't snatch yes. the fact that you were that you were molested or that mm-hmm. something else horrible happened to you and you kept it a secret. We are as sick as our secrets. That's why I've given you guys everything, especially in the mother black Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Here it is on the table. Yes, I did it. But look at me now. How about that? Because I went and got help. I had the strength and the courage to say something is wrong when you cry every night in the dark room, feeling sorry for yourself collecting garbage. Oh, this happened and this happened and my mama didn't love me and my daddy did this big grow up. Go get some help and stop it. Easier said than done. I know Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. But if you looking at me, Mm -hmm. we looking at you. If you looking at me, then do something about it. How about that? I tell the kids today, you had a black president act like it. Mm. You know what's so important about you? You know I'm what's listening. so magnificent about you? What's so <sighs> your truth? Your truth speaks volumes, and people can't. It, it, it is the it, only it really thing does. that does. It, it really girl. treats it, it. It speaks volumes, and people don't get that. Like your truth, I don't know if you know it, but I'm pretty sure you do. People tell you probably everywhere you go that your truth. It's a, like a signal. You know, it's like Mm. a bell that rings out. It's like something that you don't get in this industry. And people are watching us. I love you so much because of your truth. And and it it means so much. And people throw that away like, oh, but people love you. If you never, if you only spoke, if you only lived in your truth and you never lived in a movie, if you never lived on Broadway. If you just came out and spoke your truth, people can admire that because there are so many people be hiding behind their, who they are in this industry. We spoke to other women and they talked about how the industry wanted them to be, but to mm-hmm. see a black woman live openly, girl, mm-hmm. come on, man, that's, 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 no, that's, here's the thing. that's life. One, what I've learned is one has to adhere to the music of the symphony that is being played. If you created this and it's standing in front of you and make no mistake, 
Whatever is in front of you is the reflection of you. You brought that into your life. Now face it, you made the bed, sleep in it. And let me just say this, I said this on the Breakfast Club. There's nowhere to run, baby. There's nowhere to run. Where are you going? You're going to meet yourself when you get there. My question is, I made the bed. How do I change the sheet and the comforter and the pillows? Because I don't like this bed no more. Here's the thing. It goes back to the first Star Wars when Yoda told Luke to raise the ship out of the swamp. Yoda did it, and he said, go right ahead. And he closed his eyes, squeezing his face, trying to get the, the ship up. And Yoda looked at him and basically said again, he's, I got to do it, I got to do it, I do it. Oh, Yoda said, do it again. And Luke turned to me and said, I'm trying. And this has stayed with me all my life. He said, do not try. Do. It's in the doing, baby. Hmm. Hmm. If you can't find another bed, then build a bed. Build it. Build it yourself. Get rid of the one that's made of straw where you sink into it at night and don't really know who you are and you twist and turn because it's sticking you like the lie you told or the lie you let somebody tell you and let it go. See, that's that's dumb That's passive aggressive. That's right. If you tell the truth, yes, I did it. Yes, I had a sex addiction. Yes, the past of my church molested me. Yes. I slept with 63 men looking for love. Yes, I wanted to be a star so my mother would love me. Yes, come on, baby. It's all there in the books, honey. Yes. It's all there in the books. I gave it all to your generation. Because if I have, I've lived the American dream, darling. I ate dirt when I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. This ain't no joke. Right. But I had a dream. And people say, how do you find that happiness? Well, you got to be happy on your way to happy, don't think you're going to get somewhere and be happy. Come on. Ooh. Come on. Ooh. Come on. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Come on. Yep. Yes. Yep. Walking in my joy really? in these streets. Walking yes. the in my joy. That's what I do. I walk yes. in my joy wherever I go. Hey, how y'all doing? I walk into a boutique. I go, hey, I ain't going to steal, baby. How you doing? Good to see you. All right. Hey, you know, just any old thing. People don't know what the f- to do. <laughs> I'm, out the store. I'm out the store before they can figure this out. In and out. In my joy. Not that you don't recognize this voice. We're talking to Jennifer Lewis. And it's funny uh, because at the very beginning, before we clicked the mics on, me and Yo-Yo were talking about lying. We were talking about lying ass men. And we were mm-hmm. talking about the little lies we tell ourselves. Mm-hmm. When you... Oof. When the day you look in the mirror and take responsibility for every choice you have made, will make, and making at that moment, that is where bliss lives. When you take responsibility and stop pointing the finger at mm-hmm. everybody else. That's right. Because if you take responsibility, then you know it can be fixed mm-hmm. and you can work through it. You can't go over, under. You can't go around. Mm-hmm. It says, yea, though I walk through. Yes. If you got that kind of pain and you think you can just snatch it out, no, baby. Because if you snatch a weed, it's going to grow back. But if you go down deep, 
Oh, come on with me, y'all. Mm-hmm, with the root. Yes, if you right. go down to the root of yes. the pain, the root, the day your mother slapped you in the face and you froze. Mm-hmm. See, the root is the day your uncle came into your room and he shouldn't have. That's the root mm-hmm. and told you not to tell nobody you going to kill your mama. That was when you froze. And that's why you're still scared as an adult. Of damn near everything. You eat yourself to death. You drink yourself to death. You get high yourself to death. Ain't nothing with doing those ain't nothing wrong with doing those things in moderation. But you gotta take care of you. I tell people, human beings have one job on this planet, only one mm-hmm. self care. Yeah. I work with the Yo Yo School of Hip Hop. I tell the kids, I said, if you're gonna do something, you have to really do it. You know, like you can right. trick yourself your whole life. You can mm-hmm. fool everybody your whole life, but when you really want to do something, you got to really do it. And there's only a small number of people who are going to tap you on the shoulder and say, you know, you BSing me. You know, I know you didn't do the work. You know, I know you didn't read the book. You know, I know you didn't do the lesson. You know, I know you didn't do the thing. But only when you do it. You got to do it for yourself. Nobody can do it for you. And I love hearing you speak. We can do a whole three hours with you. Oh, my God. Because your truth will set a lot of people free. And I'm telling you why right now. Because what is before us is what a lot of people go for. And they don't get a lot of Jennifer Lewis's. They don't get a lot of you. And this industry has been begging for it. They've been waiting on a mother, an auntie, somebody mm-hmm. to tell them the honest to God truth. People been waiting to be a star like you. They've been waiting mm-hmm. to be successful like you. They want to know the truth. How can I live my truth and be truthful? Mm-hmm. You are amazing. Well, I tell you, I didn't say people what you must understand. We were not promised a rose garden without thorns. Yeah. You have to know how to get the up when you fall. Yeah, come on, honey. I got a story for y'all in my third book. Y'all gonna be like, "What? <laughs> what?" I told my girlfriend this morning, "When I die, there won't be one person alive that won't be able to say she lived, and she lived out loud. She lived on purpose. And the baddest thing about her, she cried power." Mm-mm-mm. Cried power. So come for me. Eh? My thinks like everybody else in the world. <laughs> I am a fan of American Greed. And um, oh, yeah. I saw oh, yeah. your episode. And I want to thank you for for mm-hmm. people who don't know and don't remember. I remember that Saturday mm-hmm. when I opened the Jasmine brand and I saw that some man had taken advantage of you and taken all of this money. And it's a whole story on American greed. Can you just mm-hmm. give Well, I, I was involved in a romance scam. And um, contrary to popular belief, I was not in love with him, thank God, because I would have killed him. I was not in love with him. He had painted a dream, another aspect of life. You know, he had two kids and he was, you know, he said he was, everything was a lie. Just like that swindler, tender, whatever the that yeah, is. Yeah, tender swindler, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was by the book. Same different day. But uh, yeah, he got 50 grand from me because I wasn't uh, paying attention. Uh, that's what I'm saying to all of y'all. Pay the attention. Yeah. Pay attention. You'll know who a mother is in three minutes if you listen. 
but I wasn't listening. I was busy. I was doing a, a, a commencement speech, and I was running off to New York to get a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Black Film Association. I was doing a big uh, fundraiser for the Fifth Avenue Theater in Seattle. I was just a running, and at one point, you know, you just wave your hands because that's that diva sh- Leave that diva sh- alone. Pay attention. So he swindled, he swindled his way in there and um, had researched me on the uh, Internet. He knew every button. He knew how much I loved children. But when we went to court and they didn't give me the restraining order, I was so mad. So I waited for him outside of the uh, courtroom. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, you do know you with the wrong girl. You've got to know that. I said, now, but you used your children. He brought his children over to my house. You used your children. So I'm going to bring you down. I kept a private eye on him for five years. Because wow. I knew he'd go. But I sure did. Paid for it. To protect y'all from this mm-hmm. twisted, twisted. Lunatic. Twisted. Well, they're, they're sociopaths. So they have no feelings and they're so good at what they do. He'd been doing it since he was 15 years old. This was as good at what he did as I am what I do. Oh, I would have seen it. But I will say this. I did feel something. I didn't know. I couldn't put my finger on it because I was so busy not paying attention. And if nothing else, I just wanted, I gave it to the press. I said, here, I'm not going to let this be out in the world. And, and and I know it is, and not protect other women? Are you insane? In going through this, going back to the book, how do you walk in? You talked about getting back up. How do you walk in joy after something so big happening? And- Get the f- out of here. <laughs> that ain't the worst thing that's ever Listen to me. Yeah. That ain't the worst thing that's ever happened to me. It is one of the worst things. Mm-hmm. Because I found out he was a con artist the same day my mother died. Right. You see, so you have to get up. I don't know how not to. Did, what, did I, was it painful? Yes. Did I cry? Yes. Did I get mad at God? Yes. You let a con artist come in my mother's life. What? That's what you, you send me con artist? <laughs> that didn't even make sense to me. I'm from the street. I was supposed to see that coming, but I didn't. I knew something was wrong. Always follow your instincts. Always. Right. Don't round. That's all we got. Right. We got instinct and choice. So, yeah, it happened, and I gave it to the press. Was it embarrassing? Yes, the great Jennifer Lewis ripped off. Yeah. But who gives a f- Who cares? I got ripped off. It was 50 grand. I told him, I said, that's sushi to me. Just I'm just kidding. That <laughs> don't play so with you. Don't play. Don't play with my yo-yo. Don't try to play I, me out. <laughs> there you go. It hurt. I didn't even know you could be in that kind of pain and not be dead. Yes, of course, it hurt me. It hurt. It hurt so much. But um, you get through it. Like I said, I kept a private eye. Private eye got enough evidence. He went after three other women. And one of the women dug deep in the internet and found my uh, article. And she left it. But the third woman at the FBI uh, got her to wear a wire 
and they caught him. We went to COVID court, honey. Mm, so this and, is recent. Um, yeah, and the judge was going to give him four years because it was a nonviolent crime. But after I read my victim statement with tears and the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, stop, please. That mother got eight years. Judge, the Honorable Judge Stephen Wilson, you never forget that. He said, I agree with Miss Lewis. He said, rarely do we associate the word fraud with predator. And that's what he was. He was a predator. But I got that. He's in jail and I just got my star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So go f*** yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that episode, if anybody wants to see it, uh, American Greed is called Financial Infidelity and it's available mm-hmm. on demand. Is oldish happening? Can we talk about that? Is it going to happen? Oh, no, girl, that's been gone. Uh, no, COVID uh, pretty much closed that down. Lawrence's okay. schedule, my schedule, and then all the COVID and stuff, that that, that was erased. But oh. I am on a new series on yes. Showtime. It's okay. called I Love That For You, girl, and it's my best work. So y'all get Showtime and watch Your me. Your best work? I- Your best work? Your best oh, yeah. work? Absolutely. Wow. And I say that, I say that in all truth. It is my best work. Wait till you see her, honey. Now, her name is Patricia, and she's the owner, and she's the founder and CEO of a shopping network, and she runs that with an iron fist. No, it is my best work. People are going crazy over it. It's a good uh, show. We, so, we, I've we seen don't, it. We it's did, a good show. Yeah, we did eight episodes, and we don't know quite yet if we're going to be picked up. But, you know, whether it's picked up or not, child, you know I'm going to work, child. So That's I'm not worried truth. about and um, all is well. What can I tell you? I'm doing well. I grew wow. up. Care yes. of myself. Yes. I went and got help. I went and got help when I realized I was sick. You got to go get help. All you got they're the they're the three of the most powerful words in the world. I need help. And the great Jennifer Lewis, if I can say I need help, anybody can. Because I had an ego as large as the city of Los Angeles. <laughs> but baby... We will all be humbled. Walking in my joy. (laughs) That's the new book. Walking in my joy in these streets. Hey, Walking in my joy in these streets. Yo, yo, and JD, we got heat, baby. Walking in my joy in these streets. It's yo, yo, JD. We gonna keep it heat. Walking in my joy in these streets. I love it. I love it. Yes, yes. That was wonderful. Yes. Jennifer Lewis, thank you so much for joining us. Happy New Year and a healthy New Year. And thank you for filling us, just filling us, because I'm ready. I'm ready to take on this year. Live in our truth. Be open. Listen. Pay attention. Don't worry about the haters. Don't worry about nobody. Focus on you. Stay up. I am here. I love you. I have one thing to say. What's that? With all of your compliments and your acknowledgments to me, I say this to all of you who are listening. It has to be in you. See it in me. Okay? Amen. Now take that with you. Amen. All take that to the that, bank. All of it. It has to be in you. See, I am no greater or worse than anybody on this planet. I just am. I know who I am. Okay? It's not what you do. It's how you do it. Or you walk it. Lead with love. Put it at the door, whatever door you're going through. Put love in front of you. 
Bring it to the mat when there is a problem. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. I love you all. I love, love you. The courage. She's, this is a woman of courage, Miss Jennifer Lewis. Her thank new- you. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. Okay, kids. Love you, love you, love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye, baby. Bye, bye. Her new show is called I Love That For You. It's on Showtime. Her book is called Walking In My Joy. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. It's Cafe Mocha. It's Cafe Mocha. Angelique Yo-Yo on the line, celebrating 20 years since her debut album. Miss Vivian <laughs> Green, welcome back to Cafe Mocha. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm, I'm you know, I, I can't complain, so... <laughs> you you are celebrating the 20 years right now, right? Oh my gosh, yeah, it's so insane. It doesn't feel like it, so it's really weird to say. <laughs> 20 years. You know years. how Take- time just kind of flies by and it's like, where was 20 years? <laughs> right. Take us back to the beginning. Did you ever think 20 years would come so easy and are you happy singing the same songs? Uh, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say it came easy <laughs> <laughs> um, at all. Um, you know, there's been hills and valleys and, and, and all that. I, I like performing live. Um, yeah, now I don't necessarily listen to the songs that have <laughs> got me here on, on my own. But I do not mind performing them at all. No, it's, it's you know, the live element is something different. So I really do enjoy it. Because, you know, like when you when your voice is developed over 20 years and you listen to certain vocals, you're like, oh, my God, I wish I could sing that over, you know, but like live, I feel like I sound better than a lot of the older records. So, um, so I love to sing them live. <laughs> What's one song you love to sing? Oh, God, I, I love to sing a lot. There's like a hundred. <laughs> I mean, just give me one that you just love. Like we're seven albums and... Seven. Uh, um, uh, yeah, seven albums, like a hundred songs. Um, one of my, my favorites to sing. I'm probably um, I don't know. Uh, anything out there is probably one of my favorites to sing. Yeah, just off the top. But I do want to ask you and find out, like, if you were to go back and talk to the Vivian Green that started out fresh and green and young, and I remember. <laughs> I remember you going out on your promo tour. I was with a totally different show and I was like, oh, she's so sweet. She's so cute. What would you tell? Oh, thank you. Vivian, (laughs) just beginning her career. Oh my gosh. Hopefully I can write her a long letter of what not to do. (laughs) And kind of slip it in her dressing room and like... (laughs) Girl, you don't know me, but you're going to know me in about 20 years. Exactly. Exactly, like um, like this grandfather in Back to the Future. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> oh, like really, like oh my god, yeah. Um, this, I mean, I was I was twenty two, mm-hmm. um, when the first album dropped, and I guess I would have been twenty one when I signed, um, that record deal. And so, I mean, you know, I was young and dumb, point blank. Period. <laughs> I made a lot of mistakes. 
Um, I didn't know how to maneuver through the business. Um, and no one really tells you, you know, yeah. that's the thing. No one tells you at all. You kind of have to figure it out. And then usually by your, you know, second or third album, you have like more confidence and, you know, how to talk to people or stand up for yourself, you know, and all these things and how you want to look. And, you know, you just, you, 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 you place yourself like more in the decision-making process. So you don't feel regretful about things that were done that you didn't want to be done, but you weren't brave enough to speak up. You know what I'm saying? Because when you, right. when you're that young and you've signed a, a major record deal, like you just feel like everyone around you knows exactly what they're doing. And you're just kind of, you know, timid about, you know, having a voice at all because these are all the pros and and they know, you know. And you trust but like no them. One, you, you feel yeah. like they're looking you after like you your best them. interests. Then you grow up. Yeah, and yeah. You're like, hell no. I yeah. Nobody told me nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? And at the same time, I'm not, I'm not the label bashing artist. Like, at the same time, I feel like there were some really fantastic relationships that I formed at that label that I actually still have now. And, and I actually love that, you know, um, and those were the people that would kind of pull me to the side, like, um, I need to talk to you off the record. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is what's going on. Maybe I'm not supposed to be telling you this, but this is what, you know, and I really appreciated that. And they were all like really fantastic women. And I really um, love and appreciate them for that. So I have definitely developed my industry relationships that I, that I really cherish, but um, I think for me, a lot of the, uh, I don't know, I, I think my parents weren't as just involved as, you know, may, they could have been. And maybe because they felt like they didn't know, you know, because this right. wasn't their wheelhouse either. So um, just maybe, I, I just wish I had a little more direction. Probably would just be what I would want to go back and tell my younger self, you know, like, don't do this, you know, this is how you do this. And so, Yeah. Yeah, you know, I saw I saw on Instagram. <laughs> I talk about that for days. I know, right, so I just Viv, <laughs> Well, first of all, you are looking amazing. You look amazing. Oh, thank I, you. I thank love you. your natural hair. I love that you're thank keeping yourself you. in shape, and you know, thank you got a, you. a lovely young team around you that you know I see you working with, which always looks amazing. I wanted to say I want I thank saw you. this Instagram post and it's Well, let me say something. I'm sorry before you continue. I have to interrupt you. I'm sorry. You look completely amazing. It's like uh, how is that even possible? <laughs> <laughs> so thank I just want to so say much. that. So <laughs> thank you so much. I, I saw this thing yeah. the other day. Someone sent it to me in my DM. It says, is this music industry a scam or is it just business? And it talks about artists talking about royalties and how they're only getting 15 cent off the dollar. And um, they feel like, you know, now that the industry has switched over to uh, streaming, they don't have to make yeah. CDs and tapes. Do you feel like you are now getting your money work or do you feel like it's something you want to pursue? Is it a business? Is it just a scam? How do you feel about that? Um, I, I think they're definitely getting over with the streaming, you know, and the fractions of pennies. It's like, it's very difficult to track that. And I think that the corporations know that, you know what I'm saying? So I don't think artists are getting paid what they should be getting paid for streaming. Right. And that's like a, a the digital a world like a digital matrix is like the perfect place for someone to like really not know how to audit what they're doing. <laughs> right. So I I'm think so for them, it's like we it. had, 
Yeah, it's like they hit the jackpot. Like no one can really, really, really touch us at the end of the day. You know, um, and like you said, it, it's such it, a taboo that people don't really want to yeah. talk about it. You know, you yeah. don't want to sound like the yeah. bitter artist. You don't want to seem yeah. like you're not grateful for the things that have happened in your career. Mm-hmm. But it is mm-hmm. actually a conversation that needs to be spoke up about out loud. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely think so. Yeah, I yes. definitely think so. But yeah. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. This is the Espresso. The Democratic minority leader, Hakeem Jeffries, took us to church before introducing the new Republican House Speaker. Now, Scripture says in Galatians, let us not become weary in doing good. Over the last two years, we passed the American Rescue Plan. Save the economy from a deep recession. And some of our favorite black TV shows are back. Forrest Whitaker and Godfather of Harlem season three returns to epics. And BMF is back on stars. Cleveland, St. Louis, Atlanta, Miami, LA. Learn how to be a real man by making an honest living. Plus, did anybody know Muhammad Ali had a son? Muhammad Ali Jr. tells the story of not being raised by his dad and the legacy he hopes to leave. We're going to build gyms for kids that are being bullied where they can go and train and learn discipline. We're going to get them back into the gyms, teach them how to defend themselves so they can become the greatest that they can be. My father, Muhammad Ali, is in select theaters. That's The Espresso. The great thing about it, Vivian, 20 years in the game, you are still pushing forward, making moves. You have a new EP out. Tell us about it. Yeah, so so it's weird. Like, it really wasn't supposed to happen. It was very, very last minute. Uh, Kwame and I, who's produced, like, all my music, like, in the last 10 years, by the way. So Kwame and I were working on this movie, this BT movie, this Christmas film, like, all year, maybe even more. Um, cause he was doing all the scoring and I like added some original stuff. And it's just something that like, that we're getting into. So once we had like this, you know, little group of songs, um, my distributor was like, so you're just not going to put these songs out. And I was like, well, it was for the movie project. <laughs> I didn't think of putting it out as an EP for myself. And they were like, uh, well, we need to do that. And we have like a couple weeks to get it done in time for it to be out in time. So that's really how it happened. We didn't have time to do a photo shoot. That's why we had like this artist do the cover and all that. So it's called Spread the Love. And the songs were written, um, you know, according to the, the, the screenplay and, um, yeah, but it, it ended up being this nice little group of Christmas songs. And so we were like, let's just put it out. So it was, it was not anything that I planned, honestly. It was a totally different thing I was working on. And then, and now we kind of made it a part of my <laughs> discography. <laughs> right. I love it, though. I love it. I was listening to some yeah. songs. I love it so much. I love the way, you know, I know you said you did it based off of the play and the film. Yeah. I, I love it. I I you know, just to hear your voice. I, and, you know, I love, I love Kwame, of course. And um, I, yeah. I love, I'm glad you guys decided to do that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so glad that you appreciate it. I really am. Because um, we did work hard on it. But, you know, like I said, I just did not expect for it to come out as, you know, as anything under my name. Um, and I don't know, I think Kwame had just sent the song to our distributor through Universal, like, hey, just listen to this real quick. And immediately they were like, so we're not putting this out? <laughs> and I'm like, right. what? Why do I? Like, Kwame always does stuff like that, so. <laughs> Thank goodness, right? 
We're talking to Vivian Green. She's talking about her holiday EP inspired by the BET film Holiday Hideaway. Vivian, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying that he did that with um, uh, something. Well, he made, uh, I just say, a Kwame move with Get Right Back to My Baby. He just put it out one day and like didn't. They didn't really tell me. And I was like, wait, what happened? You did what? You put it out? And <laughs> like, great song. All these, like all these DJs were like hitting him back. Like, oh my God, we love this. We love this. But this is before he even got the the label deal, which that album came out under. It was just like, I was like in between um, labels at that time. And he just kind of put it out just to get a feel for what, you know, for what people thought of it. And um, <laughs> I was like, wait, what did you do? And then, like, all of a sudden, there was a whole album, and there was a situation for Universal, and we, and we with, with Capital, and then we put it out. So it's like, he always does stuff like that, like, so. <laughs> well, this year marks 20 years, your debut album, A Love Story, which featured your number one single, Emotional Roller Coaster. How does it feel yeah. knowing that this song is still hitting today? <laughs> um... It feels, it's so weird. It's so weird because I can remember writing it in the park, like when I was jogging. Like, I, really? it just feels like that was just yesterday. Wait, so you yeah, were running? Like, you were, tell me the story because, you know, I love to hear how writers Yeah, write. so writing? I would, <laughs> yeah, so I would like write when I ran. Like back then there was no iPhones and no voice memo or none of that. So I had like, like the little skinny, like legal uh, dictaphones right. and I would just, take it with me and it's really tiny and really you know weightless and so I would take it with me while I was jogging I would often come up with like hooks while I was just running and then um if it was good enough I would stop and then sing it real quick and pull it out <laughs> so what did you write first you wrote, the emotional, you, made, you wrote that first yeah that first. was first yep that was first the hook was definitely first. I didn't write the rest until I actually got home. But yep, the hook was first, and I had that. And what were in my you feeling when you like, were like, yeah. I'm on an emotional roller? Well, usually sometimes I used to feel like this isn't good enough to finish. So there's like a lot of hooks that I that I never did anything with, but that was a hook that I really believed in. I was like, I think you have to finish this when you get home, and you know, and so I did. And um, it was uh, I was 19, and it mm. didn't come out until I was. 22 yeah so <laughs> wow well congratulations I didn't even have a deal yet I was just writing believing that it was gonna happen <laughs> I love it yeah that's what it takes yeah. the new yep. <laughs> the new holiday EP is called spread the love happy 20th anniversary Vivian we'll talk to you I don't know another 10 15 20 years <laughs> we'll talk to you before then <laughs> yeah, hopefully before then. And thank you so much for having me. It's been thank a really you. fantastic interview. Yeah, thank you. Happy guys. holidays. Happy holidays. Yes, Vivian. happy holidays. Yes. Vivian, can you sing us yes. out with the emotional roller coaster? Oh, oh really? Oh no. Okay, fine. <laughs> you don't how, have how, to. How long? You don't but have to. No, just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just two oh, seconds. okay, okay. Just three, I'm, I'm gonna walk ten into seconds. The, the, I'm gonna walk into the good acoustics. <laughs> I, oh my God, I haven't sang I, all day. I can't believe I, you did this Listen, to me. Okay, I, I, I go. always do it. Come on, you're a singer. You know how to do it. Come on, let's go. I do. Okay, here we go. Ready? <clears throat> oh boy. Last night I cried, tossed and turned. Woke up with dry eyes. My mind was racing. Speed with patience. Lord, help me. Please tell me what I have gotten into. In my three miles. To clear my mind, dear, 
always helped me out. It's my therapy when I'm losing it, which is usually, oh, I'm on an emotional roller coaster. Loving you ain't nothing healthy. Loving you was never good for me, for me. But I can't get off. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> sounds great. You're welcome. Listen. I hope I didn't sound terrible. No, <laughs> you sound Can I tell great. You something? Your voice, yeah. from the moment I heard you, your voice is so melodic. You have oh, the way you. you take your breaths when you sing. Seriously, it it really is soothing to the soul. You really heal the soul with your voice, and it's beautiful. Oh, you thank sing. you. Thank you so much. I wish you nothing but continued success. Thank, thank you, you, Vivian. You amazing. Thank you for having me. No problem. Anytime. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Angelique and Yo-Yo wrapping up the show. Follow us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. If you miss any part of the show, you can check us out by subscribing to the podcast. Go to wherever you listen to your podcast. Click like or subscribe. Better yet, go to mochapodcastnetwork.com. Until next weekend, you know where to find us at Cafe Mocha Radio. Happy MLK Weekend. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Compass Media. Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com.